Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. And it is a Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. day. So we are happy to celebrate that. Amen. We say happy MLK Day to all of you guys. And. A lot of people off work today. Hopefully you tuned in to FS1 or maybe you watched some NBA. But you should be tuning in to Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83 for the next three hours. You will not be disappointed. Uh, so keep it locked right here with Chris and Rob, the I. A couple of me welcome in my partner. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah, I see he's getting up. He's got some light trouble. and Yeah, doing good, <laughs> man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, it's cold. Elijah, this ain't LA. This, <laughs> this ain't LA, is it? No, it is not. Welcome back to, so, the, to the East Coast and some yes. snow and all that other stuff. And but uh, it is good to be um, be on on this Monday. My goodness, what a weekend it was! Right, a lot of yeah, good football, a lot of bad weekend. football. Man. You're right. A lot of good and bad. It wasn't all good. It That's wasn't all good. A lot good. of the games were over in a hurry. Right. Yes. We got Isaac Bruce, former uh, wide receiver with wow. the L.A. Rams. Speaking of them, he's a Hall of Famer and the host of the Blev, Believe in Rams podcast. Believe in Rams. So he'll join us as we get ready for the final playoff game of Wild Card Weekend. And remember, the uh, Arizona Cardinals just activated J.J. Watt. Yes. It'll be the first action for him since week seven, Rob. And we'll see what kind of difference that makes. And but uh, Cardinals, Rams, you and I, you picked, did you pick the Cardinals outright? Yes, I picked yes. the Cardinals to win. Matter of fact, Sheckle City made a, a revival, Chris. Oh, good. Good. Five we'll get into that. We'll and get into oh. that. In the, five, five and, and oh. oh. Yes. Wow. Okay. I won every game. And if the uh, Cardinals win tonight or cover the four points, I'll have a perfect 6-0 and on the uh, wild card. So, yeah. That's good great, weekend. man. Congratulations. Sheckle City needed that. Yeah, we're good now. We're alive and well. All right, we got the Odd Couple crew in full effect. DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the two. Super producer Rob G in the house. And on the updates, it is our man Steve DeSager. It's a holiday, so Steve DeSager is here, yes. Right. The lead is obvious. It's the Dallas Cowboys who are now watching the rest of the playoffs from their couches just like you and me. And let's start off with the way the game ended. The last play. And when I was watching that game, Rob, and I saw Dak Prescott take off, my first thought was, what? Are they running? Like, what are they doing? 14 seconds left. The, what, they at the 41-yard line, the 40-yard line? And he takes off on a, a, a scripted draw. All right, they wanted to run. Now, I get it. They Whatever they did, Rob, was going to have to be in the middle of the field. 
because you saw that formation that San Francisco was in. They had six players on the sidelines, like protecting the sidelines so you couldn't get out of bounds. So they they had to go to the middle of the field. But to me, Rob, they should have done a quick pass. If you just look at that tape, a Dalton Schultz was open right away. It would you would have got there quicker, and as soon as he gets inside the thirty, the twenty-eight yard line, whatever, you go down, and then you've got time. But the way the Cowboys did it, I think it was a mistake to run instead of quick pass. It was a Dak ran too far, Rob. I know it's your instincts to run until they stop you, but not in this case. He ran until they made him slide, and it was too far. I'm not going to blame the official because everybody's saying, oh, the, first of all, Dak got to know you give the ball to the official, Rob. You don't just, you know, give it to your center. All right? You give it to the official, but I'm not mad at the official. Everybody's talking about, oh, he he knocked Dak over, you know, bumped into Dak, ran through the line. Rob, if he had not run through the line of scrimmage, he, he wouldn't have had a chance to get there. The clock, the right? clock would have gone out. I, I Absolutely, mean, if he right. had tried to go around the the, the front line, you no, know. But the, but that's the, that that's coaching. They, you got to know that. Like I don't know. Like you play football. The the official always spots the ball, Chris. I've been watching football for for fifty years. I've never seen a player spot the football and then you have a play. I mean, have you? Well, no. And that's what not Dak how said, it goes. it's interesting. What he said after the game was that. They're taught and told to give the ball to the center. And then the ump comes and touches the ball, the umpire. And then, you you know, sets it and all that. But here's the interesting thing. And we were talking to Michael Vick this morning on First Things First. Vick said you're always taught to give the ball to the umpire, right? Like you said. He said, however, quarterbacks are rarely in that position. Usually, Rob, what, you're throwing to a wide receiver, a tight end, maybe a running back on plays like that, and they're the ones that go and give it. So every know you've been told that and you know it in your head, it's not your instinct. So the bottom line is a few, a few of Dak's instincts did him wrong. The instinct to run as far as you could before you had to slide because it was too far, and the instinct to give it to your center. And so bottom line is from the Cowboys, Rob, I don't want to hear any killing of the referees. Uh, you well, did commit 14 penalties because you were the most penalized team in the league all season. So the blame is on the players and the coaching, and that's who should get it, not the referees. First, I thought uh, Joe Judge was added to the coaching staff and called that play for Dak. That's the first thing <laughs> I thought. Is Joe Judge working for the Cowboys, and I don't know it. You agree uh, they should have thrown it? You just throw it I to just, I just didn't like that play. I think the, because... There's a Would you have gone for the Hail Mary? Well, I mean, maybe they felt like they couldn't at 51. Right, That's, they didn't want to go for two because, Hail Because of the way that they had the coverage, you know what I mean, like they know they're going to throw it down there. The chances of it for that distance aren't very good. Um, right. So I think that I understand them trying to get closer. But the Cowboys, it's just a, a, a bunch of things. It isn't just that play they no. were basically they would dead have stole offensively the, right. the entire game if it wasn't for the uh, pick um, that Garoppolo threw them a gift. You know, that that gave them life, really. They right. were dead in the water 
if Garoppolo doesn't throw that pick, and um, if Trent Williams isn't uh, in motion, uh, right, not I mean, set up on that last play. Remember they got the first down. Yeah, that's and the that ball gave game. Dallas the ball. Right, they, right, right. San Francisco, and and we've seen Shanahan choke down games, Chris. I mean, right. At the end, we've seen him do it twice in the Super Bowl, and this was ugly. It was just an ugly finish, uh, you know, motion penalties, all kinds of stuff that you just can't have when you want to ice a game. But the bottom line to me is it's the Cowboys. Nothing has changed 26 years later. It's always here they are. They were the favorites. They're at home. They win the division. All this other stuff. They got all the players you talk about. Oh wow! Look at look at the Cowboys. They're loaded. Uh, you know, I, I, Lamb didn't even get a ball. I mean, just like right, right. I mean, come come on, really? And then Parsons didn't have um, an impact. Chris, I, it was a, it was amazing on how bad the Cowboys were. But I'll tell you this: the disheartening thing of your Cowboys fan it's not that you know it's one and done and you're out of the playoffs again it's that this thing won't get fixed i i'm convinced it can't get fixed because of the guy who runs the organization and he runs it like a mom and pop store and ever since jimmy johnson left it's the same comedy of errors and then for them to announce basically that Mike McCarthy's sticking around mike how can mike Steve, mccarthy steven jones the president said Absolutely. He's very confident. He expects McCarthy to be back. How, how Chris? Did you see all the undisciplined, the, the penalties, and the one that keep shooting themselves in the foot? They've been doing this all year. You are who you we thought you were, right? They did it all year. And what did they do? They struggled against the good teams. They beat up the bad teams. They scored 50-something right. points. They, they could barely move the ball. It was embarrassing. Uh, so... Uh, I don't see anything change. I think this is the norm. This is who the Cowboys are, and they'll stick by the guy who they can control, which is Mike McCarthy. I guess he's fallen in line, but that was a an outrageous, horrendous performance if you're a Cowboys fan in a year where you really thought you could make a run. Yeah, look, I, I don't put it all on Mike McCarthy. I, I'm not a champion of Mike McCarthy. I, I don't think he's a great coach. I mean, you know, when he was hired, Rob, we both kind of scratched our heads like, really? Um, so I'm not, if they were to move on, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? But I, I don't think like you got to fire, like all your problems begin with him either. Uh, they were penalized, the, the most penalized team in the league. But, you know, Andy Reid, his Chiefs were among the most penalized last year. Um, nobody knows. He thinks he's not a good coach. And Mike McCarthy's record in Green Bay, like his last several years there, they weren't among the most penalized. So I'm just saying that is not necessarily a total reflection on him. But I, where I agree with you, Rob, is that Jerry Jones is a problem. And my thing is, Jerry Jones, the reason he hired Mike McCarthy, we both said this, was because McCarthy's going to be fine with Jerry doing being Jerry. And a lot of coaches weren't. Obviously, he had his issues with Jimmy Johnson. Bill Parcells wasn't really trying to have all that mess going on. So strong coaches are going to come in there and want things to be different. That's why I never thought McCarthy would be fired. Uh, even though you can make a case that he should, I thought, well, Jerry's going to keep him. He likes him. He tried to give him credit a few weeks ago. 
He lets Jerry be Jerry. But Rob, Jerry, this the Dallas Cowboys to me are like a soap opera that revolves around football. More than a football team, a football organization, they are a soap opera that's in a football setting. It's like a movie that's not really about basketball, but it, the setting is basketball. And that's how the Cowboys are. And Jerry Jones just drips drama, Rob. He creates, he makes promises. He overpromises and underdelivers. That's what it is. And I don't think this team was that good. I think they were a legitimate playoff team, like best team in the AFC least. And I said all along, Rob, if they win one playoff game, then that'll be a good season for them. And they didn't even do that, of course. But I don't think that would have been enough for fans because fans were expecting Super Bowl. Jerry Jones goes out there and says, it's Super Bowl or bust. And so now everybody's expectations are raised and he can't deliver. And that's part of the problem. So I'm with you on that. I, I just think it's a mess the way they're run. And until Jerry gets out of the way, they probably won't win a Super Bowl, Rob. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. Things haven't changed. And it's disappointment after disappointment. How many times are you going to talk up a team and what they've accomplished a couple weeks ago? We've seen it twice. Earlier in the year, they were blowing people out, and everybody was like, go on the Cowboys bandwagon. Yep. Then a couple of weeks ago, who'd they blow out, score 50-something points against? Was that was that who Washington? Was that? Who was, who'd they beat? I think it was Just, Washington. Washington. They got 50, right? Remember? Oh, look at 51. them. Oh, my God. They're going to be uh, – go back. Right. Go listen no, to the right. analysts. Go listen. Oh, right. they're going to be a tough out. I wouldn't want to play the Cowboys right now. That's what I heard. <laughs> I don't want to play the Cowboys. They're going to be a tough out. They got everything. The defense has come together. Uh, look at the offense. They got so many weapons. That's all I heard. And they I got get, run out of their own building, Chris. I get that they're America's team, so maybe some of it is that. But, Rob, do, have you heard the owner of the Rams talking about, is Super Bowl or bust talking after every game? Have you heard? Jerry the, has the, his own radio show. Well, that it, tells you all ridiculous. you need to know. I, right? Is the Tampa Bay owner, do we hear him every week? No. You know, I mean, whoever's going to talk for Green Bay. Uh, I mean, they don't even have an going owner. All the, the Robert <laughs> Kraft, I mean, he got his issues, but, you know, talking after every game ain't one of them, right? You know, I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. So it just creates too much drama. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in. Who deserves the most blame for the latest Cowboys debacle? Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones, someone else. Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from.
All right, it is the Odd Couple on a Magic City Monday, but more importantly, a Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Real credit card questions, folks, require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives. They're available 24-7, 365 Discover. It makes exceptionally common sense. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob about the Cowboys. Who's to blame? Dak, Jerry, Mike McCarthy, Zeke, who? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Christian in Illinois. You're on the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing Doing good, you? Hey, doing good. Hey, first, I want to start off by giving a humongous shout-out to the late Dr. Martin Luther King for making this world a better place. Uh, I think we still need to keep going and uh, do more to make it a better place, but he set the foundation for it. No doubt. Well said, definitely. For sure, for sure. Hey, so here's the thing. For me, football is like a pyramid, but it's an upside-down pyramid. Because when you look at a pyramid, the most important thing is its base. It's at the bottom. But for football, you start top-down. Let's look at the three best franchises. Well, maybe not the best, but three of the most sturdy franchises over the last few decades. New England Patriots. Who's their owner? Robert Kraft. Great job. Their coach, Bill Belichick. Great job. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Mr. Hunt. Andy Reid. A great combination up front. Let's go to somewhere else. Let's go to the Steelers. Mike Tomlin. Mr. Rooney. Both great at their job. Now we go to the Cowboys. They're not sturdy enough at the top. They're not good enough at coaching. And it doesn't matter about your on-field product. If you don't have those first two-thirds done, you're going to fail, guys. All right. Look, well said, Rob. And, and the only time we see a Lamar Hunt or a Rooney, Mr. Rooney, is when? If they win the Super Bowl. Right? Most owners, don't, <laughs> they're doing it. their own thing. They're not interested. in Jerry's world right. is, is football. I think it's some insecurity there. Right. You got to be out in the spotlight. You, you can be, be in the football front. and at the game every Sunday, but come on. Let the players. No doubt. Uh, Brandon in Dallas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? What's up, Chris? What's up, Rob? Thanks for taking my call. It's MLK Day. Yes, sir. Hey, I got a few things to say, man, guys. I'm going to talk real quick. Um, But, yeah, you guys are right. Um, You know, obviously the players shoulder some blame, but the bulk of this is going to go on the three-headed monster of Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones, and Mike McCarthy, namely Jerry Jones, because he's created this culture for the past 25, almost 30 years now. And he's – we've talked about this kind of in basketball to where there's some teams that really don't want to win. They're just fine making their money, being in the league, and just continuing that. And they're not quite there. You know, they want to win. They make efforts to win. But Jerry Jones has shown that winning isn't number one. It's more about visibility and about popularity. That's what's number one to I, him. I think he wants and to really, win, but he wants to win. He has to do it. Right. And that's the problem. Yes. He and won't the hire biggest, the. And they are the biggest facade in the league because they look like they're well run, but it's they're not well run. Uh, Will McClay is the best kept secret in the league. I know Will McClay. He used to work. He used picks. to work in Detroit. I know Will McClay, and he's done this a great job with drafting. And he would be an amazing GM, but they'll never let him do that because it's always Jerry Jones in this case. Right. No doubt. You're right, I, Rob. I, I, go ahead, Rob. I'm just gonna say. Chris, you know, he wants the credit. That's why he won't let the football people in there. Yep. And that's why they're where they are. I mean, this is re- – I always say it. He runs it like a mom-and-pop store. All his family running in, in, in the p- big positions. 
You can't no, run a business totally like right. that. You're totally right. And you're right. I don't know that he'd be happy winning a Super Bowl if we didn't hear from him all season. Right. You know? If he like gave if we the job heard to from somebody, him at the right. NFC when they won the NFC title, and then the next weekend, two weeks later, when right. they win the Super Bowl, that's the, he wouldn't be happy. You said hit it on the head. He's got to get the credit, and that's the problem. That is Jerry, exactly. There's what, no I in team. That's exactly what it is, Chris. <laughs> Let's go to Keith in New Orleans. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Keith? What's up, y'all? It's a great day in America when America's <laughs> team is on the couch. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I think uh, I'm going to go uh, 50% these high-priced uh, players that they've signed. What was the Marcus Lawrence? Zeke had 31 yards. Dad got 70. He stole 70 million Zeke this year. Is off of, off, Zeke uh, is off shot. Zeke is shot. Off of, off, off of tomato cans. Uh, the best win this season was an was a almost win against Tampa Bay. I mean, the team right. wasn't tested. They were the most undisciplined team I've ever seen in a playoff game. They started off so flat. They had seven points uh, in three quarters. I mean, Jimmy G tried to get in the game. Right. <laughs> and, they st- and they blamed the ref for for doing his job to spot the ball. I mean, you right on the money, man. You right on the money. It's just a mess. I mean, there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We have the Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce joining us in a moment to talk about the Rams, Rob. Rams, Cardinals. This one should be a good one. I this, hope. to me, is like Dallas, right. this should be, San Francisco. Right. Should it's, be a good it's, game. This one is division rivals, Chris, right? Yep. One game separates them. They each won on their um, home field. You know what I mean? So right. uh, this should be a good one. We'll see. Absolutely. All right, but first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We got our man Steve DeSager with the update. Steve! Steve. Hello, gentlemen. And What's again, happening? Uh, well, the problem with the Cowboys also is that Jerry's always been his own general manager. Right, so well, this... Right! He's happy to have all the credit and to all yep. the media interviews, but, you know... The Rams have a general manager who's made a million moves the last five years. How often do you hear him? You don't hear that right. much, right? Thank That's how it's you. supposed to be. Thank you. I, I do want to ask one question. I hope I'm not stepping out of line. Hit. Is, is this a company holiday? This is a company holiday. Okay. Because Rob G's working. I know Chris is working. Alex, me, and Steve, we're always here. But Chris is here and and uh, Rob G. So I was questioning whether it was. Although I'm a little behind the times because I'm told I'm not uh, actually being given these holidays for a few weeks. So Oh. I've been All happy right. to be here with you before, but the whole thing yes. about it's a holiday day has never meant, meant anything to you. But no, no, no. Happy no, okay. holiday to you both. <laughs> yes. And the yes, MLK yes. Kingdom Day Parade, by the way, was canceled here in L.A. again due to COVID. Plus, it's raining, oddly, but instead they had a free uh, in-car COVID rapid testing event that was held, so they got something. But it's a big basketball day, of course. Twelve NBA games. We had a double overtime college basketball game. Even the referee for the NFL playoff tonight 
is a high school basketball coach in the state of Oklahoma. Clay Martin grew up in Tulsa, played basketball at Oklahoma Baptist in that school's Hall of Fame, all state in basketball as well as football in high school. We've got the wild card weekend ending tonight with the L.A. Rams hosting Arizona. Winner goes to Tampa Bay Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern time for the divisional round. As far as the Bucks, tackle Tristan Wirfs is in a walking boot with his ankle injury from yesterday, but he's not been ruled out for Sunday's game. 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to practice tomorrow despite a sprained shoulder and the thumb injury. San Francisco plays at Green Bay Saturday night on Fox TV. The Raiders fired general manager Mike Mayock. Our Discover Car Key matchup... What took so long? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only three years here. Okay. Discover Car Key matchup <laughs> brought to you by Discover is, of course, the NFL playoff we've got coming up, and it's less than an hour until kickoff. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Among the many NBA day games, Cleveland won its fifth in a row, beat Brooklyn 114-107. to Remember, Kevin Durant is out indefinitely with a sprained MCL. Memphis handed Chicago a fourth straight loss, 119-106. What's happened to Chicago, Chris? My God. Yeah, they They've were, been, been humble, missing, haven't they? Mi- right? Been missing. Yeah, some guards recently guys too. Injury, yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, but still, they 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 getting humbled. And yep. Illinois is ranked in the top twenty as of today in college hoops, but lost at home in double overtime today to number four Purdue, ninety six eighty eight. Gonzaga's back to number one in the new polls. Auburn number two, Arizona number three, Baylor fell to number five in AP. Back to you. All right, thank you, Steve. We are coming to you live from the Fox Sports. Radio studios, and our next guest is a Hall of Fame wide receiver with the greatest show on turf, the Los Angeles or St. Louis Rams back in the day. Also, the host of Believe in the Rams, the podcast. We welcome in Isaac Bruce. Isaac, Isaac. welcome to the Odd Couple. Yo, what's up, fellas? Thanks for having me on, man. No, great doubt. to have you. Now, now tell us about this podcast. Obviously, it's a Rams podcast, it's a pro Rams po- podcast. So you are still big time uh, rooting on your old team, right? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, uh, they, they paid me money. I, I gave them blood. Uh, they made me practice um, wholeheartedly, man. I'm a Rams fan through and through. And the podcast is particularly all just centered around the, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, the comings, the goings, uh, the successes, and, and the non-successes. So we have a fun time doing it. My partner and I from uh, Memphis, his name is Doc Holiday. So – we do it pretty, oh. pretty uh, just once a week every day. So we we have fun doing it. Yes, okay. and if they if they play stinky, do you talk about how stinky it is or no? Oh, absolutely, man. Okay. absolutely. I try to be as objective as I can. Um, I even sometimes read uh, the alumni thread on my cell phone that I got going on, and, and uh, when we're not playing well, you know, sometimes I read them on air. Yeah, because you know what, fans they they love their team, but they don't want to be lied yeah. to. Am I right, Isaac? You know that. People want to feel like, okay, this guy's giving it to me straight. All right, this is a big game, obviously. It's a Super Bowl or bust. That was the talk when they got Matthew Stafford. I always said this is a big game for Matthew, especially because he's never won a playoff game. He didn't finish the year strong. Uh, a lot right. of had more turnovers than a bakery. How are you feeling about Stafford going into this game? Well, um, I tell you what, my confidence was waning uh, the last couple of games of the season. You know, basically solely on the on the turnovers. Right. Um, you know. You know, for I think uh, against Baltimore, 
I saw the exact same turnover I saw a week before we played Baltimore. The shot down the field of Van Jefferson, uh, safety was just uh, baiting him to throw it, and he threw the exact same pass. So I was kind of frustrated with that. But at the same time, um, there's some confidence still there because I think he bounced back. He played through uh, some bad play. I uh, felt like the defense was able to uh, carry him for a while, and, and, and when he got it on track and he finished games, like in Baltimore, he finished that game, and we came out with a victory on that game. But, you know, this last game versus the 49ers, you know, we put some bad film out there all the way around, Stafford included, our defense. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the, uh, the Cardinals tonight don't take a game plan, take a page out of that game plan and try to shove this ball down our throats. Right. Uh, Isaac, they, they gave up in the trade for Stafford. Jared Goff, who had been a two-time yeah. pro bowler, got him to the Super Bowl. And not only him, it wasn't like straight up. It was two right. first-round picks and a third. And obviously, they don't want to go out in the first round. And the feeling that we've been told is that they felt like everything had to be perfect for Goff to be successful. Great running game, receivers, right. defense, top of the league. And Stafford didn't need all that. Like, he could make things happen on his own. I don't know that that's been the case, though. Where do you feel like – like, tell me what the difference is between Stafford and Goff, in your opinion. Well, the biggest difference is that with Goff, uh, Coach McVay, you know, he had to play quarterback for about 35 to 45% of the time through Goff. I mean, he couldn't couldn't be ahead of the play. He couldn't be ahead of the defense with his next play. He had to make sure that everything was right with his quarterback before he could go to the next play. That's not the case with uh, Stafford. Stafford came in, I'd say the first 12 weeks of the season, um, Coach McVay was just solely an offensive coordinator. You know, he could be steps ahead of the defense, and we saw that with his innovation, his ability to uh, mix it up as far as formations are concerned. And it, it, just seemed, it just seemed happy. Now, I think it's still the case. I think Matthew can really just go out there and play on his own and do some some things because he's just in 12 years in Detroit he's seen everything so it's just about the execution part of it so we're not really concerned about him going out and executing the game plan it's just about making smart plays and just pushing his team and keeping his team uh, on the right track to win, win and finish games. Isaac, uh, I, I'm I'm a little afraid of the Rams defense. We know Aaron Donald's one of the best yeah. players in the league. Yeah. But last year, going into the playoffs, they were the number one defense. Mm-hmm. This year, 17th. And we saw them give it up to the 49ers, up 17 nothing at home in a game that mattered as far as, you know, uh, playoff uh, positioning, right? And they gave that game up to the 49ers. The defense had no answer in the second half. What's happened to the defense, and how come it's not as dominant as it was a year ago? Well, this is a league that will find you out. They'll find your weakness and exploit it. But here's, here's what I can say. Um, you know, with the rest of the teams that are remaining in this tournament, all for except one, and that being the San Francisco 49ers, I think our defense is built to play and not only play those games, but to win those games versus those teams. When you come in and uh, with an attack like the 49ers have, and I, I really hate saying it because I was in this division for so long and I really hate the 49ers, they can come in and run the ball and force you to do a lot of things that you're not built defensively to do. Right. You're, you're, not, you're not built to have linebackers to take on ISO blocks. We don't do that anymore in this league. Um, uh, setting the edge and just coming out with three tight ends, one, one uh, wide receiver, and that receiver being Debo Samuels. 
he can actually, and, the, and their offense can actually debo, and they did debo us twice this season. So right. I think the 49ers are the only team out there that can really punish what we have on defense, and they're just going to keep doing it until we're able to stop it. But everyone else, I feel like it's just a free fall. Whoever has the best day, uh, you know, we can come out on top and beat them, or they can beat us. Isaac, when you played, I mean, like I mentioned the greatest show on turf and yeah. all the yards you guys racked up with Kurt Warner at quarterback. Do you, you guys were unique back then. Uh, do you look at the league today and say, I see, I see, you know, uh, copies of us all over the place. Absolutely. Not only just from, you know, the passing attack, but also from, from uh, formationing, uh, the movements, uh, the, the, the motioning, uh, and just being able to uh, run plays, uh, so many plays from different formations. I see that a lot. Um, the one thing I don't see is that uh, the personnel. The personnel isn't quite there. I think we were above a lot of people as far as personnel is concerned. You know, quite obviously we got about four guys that have been, that got gold jackets right now and probably two more that probably will. But I see a lot of what Mike Marks implemented in his innovation still in the lead to this day. Hey, Isaac, last thing. We got about a minute, and I have a problem with the New England Patriots and, uh, you know, Bill Belichick and, you know, that they've, they've cheated. I think they've been busted. He was fined, the largest fine in the history of the NFL for a coach, and they've got all sky, Spygate and Deflategate and all kinds of issues there. Do you still feel like uh, – where are you with the Patriots and do you feel like they they cheated? They cheated <laughs> they you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay for you to say that, Rob. I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, you know, if it, if it really comes down to it and everything was transparent, you know, I find myself often asking the question, where was TMZ in 2001 <laughs> in Super Bowl 36? Mm, right. You know, because we've never seen the tape. We've never seen the videotape. We've seen tapes just about everything, but um, that tape has never come out. And, and you know, they were burned. They were crushed. They There's were crushed by Goodell. Them, so, yep. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, it kind of goes uh, with, uh, you know, some of their success. I mean, we did turn the football over in Super Bowl 36, didn't play our best game. And when that happens, you know, sometimes you scratch your head and say, you know, you wonder what happened. I mean, they were playing on our, 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 our turf. Uh, we were playing in Super Superdome that day. We, we were used to playing, and it was in our atmosphere. And, you know, but it, it's over. They won it, and, uh, you know, we, we won't find out until – you know that that sky cracks, and uh, we'll, we'll get it all. We'll get it all, all the info we've been looking for. All right, Isaac Bruce Hall. <laughs> Thanks, of Fame, man. Wide appreciate receiver. you. We appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. Right on. Go Rams. Yep. Check out his Believe in Rams podcast. B L E A V. The I Couple. We're gonna get into this Rams Cardinals game coming up next. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the iCouple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, one place to go. It's called AutoZone. And it's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, folks, go to AutoZone. It's your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. It's time 
for Shackle City. Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat. All right, Shekel City, Chris. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's right. Ring the register. Over the weekend, wild card weekend, I picked all six games for Shekel City. Rob Parker's 5-0. and oh. Wow. And tonight's game, we'll get to that. But tonight, today, Chris. man. Yes, I needed it. I did take the uh, Celtics over the uh, Pelicans. Celtics minus four and a half today. Uh, we didn't get – I gave Elijah. I didn't want to bother him on the holiday MLK day, so we didn't put out a graphic on social, but I'll give you my picks. I picked the Celtics. I picked a, 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 a three-leg parlay with the Charlotte Hornets, the Clippers, and the 76ers. Two out of three there, Chris. So I got three out of four. The uh, Philadelphia 76ers did lose to the Washington Wizards, so that stopped me from cashing in on the on – the, um, three-leg parlay, but I did hit with the Celtics. And, yes, uh, Shekel City, soon to be sponsored by Caesars Sportsbook. And last, Chris, but not least, the uh, football game tonight, the big game, the last of the uh, six wild-card games. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals plus four. I think you have the Rams winning, but the Cardinals, Cardinals the covering, points. right? Yep. Yep, winning, the uh, covering with the points. Yep. yep, so you got them. I guess is the Rams winning by three, three and win. the, and yep. right. And uh, I have the Rams. Uh, I mean, I have the Cardinals winning outright, but I'll take the plus four points. And Chris, if I do hit this, it will mean another four hundred and fifty dollars to the hopper in shekels. Wow. Yeah, so okay. I got a I got a three team parlay waiting for this game and a single bet as well on the cards. Remember! You can buy a lot of stuff at Ross. I'm not buying anything. I haven't been to Ross anywhere. (laughs) Nothing. Zero, Chris. Zero. So far, so far, man. How many days we are? Seven? What is this? The 17th of the month? Only 358 to go. All right. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on and my God, has it been good. Thank you. Let me ask you this, <clears throat> serious question. Over, I don't know how long you've been doing this now. Maybe the last, what, three months? Yeah, probably. I kind of got serious about Are it. Are you keeping track of your winnings and lose, losses? Or, yes, or what? I am because um, I have the, the money sent to me. You know, we can't bet in the state of California. so oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, we can't bet. So okay. I have someone betting for me in Michigan. In Detroit. So oh, you aren't getting in trouble now, are you? No, no, no. You can do that. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I just can't so, place the bet. So are you I mean, are you making money? Because you know, some yeah, you yeah, win yeah. big, some you know, lost. I'm not, like yes. overall, are you, you I'm, doing I'm, well? Is I'm it doing worth pretty well because what I'm doing is, Chris, I'm taking the money when I get a significant amount in a bet. Right. And I'm taking that out and banking it. Okay. So I have a but a weekly budget. Right of what I bet, okay. But I do when I win, I take the money out and I put it in a savings account. So I do see money coming in, and I know I know what my budget is weekly. So at the end of the year, right, if I stick to my budget, I'll know exactly how much I put out and then what I have in. If you were essentially breaking even, would you still do it just for the fun? 
No, I want to. Yeah, if I was losing or just breaking Losing's even. Losing's one thing. Yeah, 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 just breaking even. That's not good to me. I want to win a few, few bucks. If I could over the weekend, Chris, if the Rams, if the if the Cards win tonight, and I said to you that I made eleven hundred dollars over the weekend, is that worth it? I think that's worth it. Well, that's worth it, but I'm saying if you lost eleven hundred last weekend, you know. That's no, but I don't bet asking. like that. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say is like I'm only betting like a hundred and fifty a week or something. I'm not betting that kind of money. Okay. okay. See what I'm saying? I know what yep, you're saying. Yep. If I'm betting right. three thousand dollars to win eleven hundred, that's no big deal. Well, no, not that. Right. 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 But I'm I'm betting like just I, over time. Right, so you're I have coming a budget. Out ahead is basically I'm, I'm, what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like I'm ahead. I don't have the exact numbers, but I feel good about where I'm at. Okay, okay. Tonight, um, we got different teams. You got the Cardinals winning outright, and they were great on the road, uh, eight and one on the road, Rob. And these two teams did beat each other on their like Arizona won in L.A. Right, L.A. won in Arizona. Obviously, tonight's game is in L.A. So um, I'm going with the Rams. I, I feel I feel solid about the Rams winning this game, Rob. I picked the 49ers. I felt they were the better team, but you know I didn't feel as solid about this game. That game, I thought you know Dallas might pull this thing out until it began, and then I saw how things were looking. But um, I I think Arizona's got a good shot. I think it's going to be a good game, but I feel good about the Rams winning this thing. Yeah, I I don't feel good about the Rams' defense. I I didn't like that 49ers game, Chris, where they collapsed in the second half. That was bad. They were up 17 nothing, and they gave that game up at home with a lot on the line. And Stafford, when he throws a pick, they're a very mediocre team, 6-5. and five. All you need to do is get one pick from him, and it changes the game. All right, it's two hours left of the odd couple. You know what to do. Keep that bad boy locked. 